Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. NPR News has learned Republican Nikki Haley's campaign is indicating the former U.N. ambassador is in the race for the long haul. That's based on a campaign memo. Now that the race for the Republican presidential nomination is down to two people, Haley and former President Donald Trump, Haley's campaign says the next six weeks until Super Tuesday offer, quote, fertile ground to reach voters. Many political pollsters, meanwhile, have said today's primary is Haley's last chance to mount a serious challenge to Trump. Across New Hampshire, voters are casting their ballots today in the state's presidential primary for either Donald Trump or Nikki Haley. NPR's Ashley Lopez reports not just Republicans are voting. New Hampshire has an open primary system that allows the state's many unaffiliated voters to cast a ballot in either a Republican or Democratic primary. David Kopf is an independent voter who plans on voting in the GOP primary. He attended a rally in support of Nikki Haley in Salem last night. I'm looking for someone who's, you know, low-key, or not low-key, but, you know, brings a sense of uh, steadiness to the position. Kopp says he was a lifelong Republican who voted for Trump in 2016, but in 2020, he became an independent and voted for President Biden. Kopp says if the matchup ends up being between Trump and Biden in November, he will vote for President Biden again. Ashley Lopez, NPR News. Former President Trump, meanwhile, has touched down in New Hampshire, where he's indicated he's not concerned about Nikki Haley's performance in today's primary. A campaign stop in Londonbury, New Hampshire, Trump returning to familiar campaign themes. There's never been a movement like this, Make America Great Again, in the history of our country. I just stopped here and I figured I'd see three or four people and maybe walk inside and you see a crowd like this. And this is this is organic. This is organic. Voter turnout is reported to be steady there today. NPR newscasts begin live coverage from New Hampshire starting at 4 p.m. Eastern. Jury selection is underway in the first of two trials for the parents of the teen who killed classmates at Michigan's Oxford High School. Quinn Kleinfelder from member station WDET reports James and Jennifer Crumley are charged with involuntary manslaughter. The case could set a precedent for holding parents criminally responsible for the actions of a child. Prosecutors accuse the Crumbleys of ignoring signs their son was troubled and could become violent and instead buying him the handgun he used to kill four students and wound seven other people at Oxford High in 2021. The prosecution alleges the parents could have stopped the massacre before it began but never mentioned to school officials a teen might have access to a gun. Defense attorneys counter it was the son who pulled the trigger, not the parents, and that they had no idea he wanted help or planned a mass shooting. The parents requested separate trials, saying there is evidence that could pit the couple against each other. For NPR News, I'm Quinn Kleinfelter in Detroit. Stocks are mixed on Wall Street today, though slightly off the record highs. You're listening to NPR. A top financial executive at agri-giant Archer Daniels Midland is on administrative leave while a financial investigation is carried out at the company. ADM also postponing the release of its annual and quarterly financial reports that were slated to come out today. The company says the financial probe was initiated in response to requests from Wall Street's top securities watchdog, Securities and Exchange Commission. ADM says it is working with outside counsel and the audit committee of the company's board to carry out a probe quickly. 
Nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars this year are Oppenheimer, Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, American Fiction, The Holdovers, Maestro, Past Lives, Poor Things, and The Zone of Interest. Here's Mandalay Del Barco reports on some notable omissions from the list today. Barbie made the cut for Best Picture, Best Supporting Actor Ryan Gosling, Best Supporting Actress America Ferreira, a total of eight nominations, including two of its original songs. But Barbie's Greta Gerwig was not nominated as Best Director, a snub that sparked immediate social media outrage. Margot Robbie, who plays the iconic doll Barbie, was also not named in the acting categories, though she could still pick up an Oscar as one of the hit movie's producers. Another Best Picture nominee, Killers of the Flower Moon, got nods for its director Martin Scorsese, and nominee Lily Gladstone could become the first Indigenous woman to win the Leading Actress Oscar. Mandalit del Barco, NPR News. Crudo futures prices have been edging lower today as traders look at production outages in the U.S. and continued Mideast tensions. More than 20 percent of North Dakota's oil output is shuttered due to cold weather there. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington.